TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Evan Roberts. Tiki Barber. It's Evan and Tiki on WFAN, The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Just another busy, busy Thursday in New York City. We will hear from newest New York Yankee Marcus Stroman in a little bit. Bad Tiki makes his return coming up at 4.30. And another brand new installment of How Much Does Tiki Know About Tiki? All coming up. What I find awesome about sports is that we all have these strong opinions. And sometimes a moment can cause you to flip. A moment can cause you to see the other side. And for many years on this radio station, I have been a supporter of Mike McCarthy. I remember when he was available, but Ingo and I were doing the show together, Tiki, and we were like, you got to hire Mike McCarthy. And even throughout the season when you, Tiki Barber, yep, you, Sean Morash, and many of you Giant fans would take shots at Mike McCarthy, I would defend him. I don't think we took shots in the regular season. You did. It was always the expectation of what was going to happen in the postseason. You did. A week one, you said the Giants have a coaching edge. (laughs) Whatever. What happened on Sunday was enough for me as just a football fan. Yes, I was rooting for Dallas that day, but as a football fan. Misguided rooting for Dallas that day. Misguided or what? It was enough for me to say, there's no way you can bring this guy back. And I didn't change. They changed. I didn't change. Mike McCarthy's results changed. So as I sit here today on this gorgeous Thursday afternoon, there are many football fans in this town, some of which are Cowboy fans, who have a strong opinion on Jerry Jones' decision he made last night to retain Mike McCarthy. And I, as a guy who's always been a supporter, am here to tell you genuinely that that performance, Tiki, on Sunday afternoon was so bad and was so putrid. And as I like to say, it was a special kind of awful. (laughs) Jerry's making a huge mistake in bringing him back. Look, I don't think he is. And, And again, I'm not... For Mike McCarthy, I don't think he's a great coach. Is he a good coach? Sure. Look at what Dak Prescott did and when he took over the the play calling. Two years ago, he led the league in interceptions. This year, he led the league in touchdowns and was second-team All-Pro, I believe, yeah, because uh, Lamar was first-team All-Pro. He was really good, Dak, but we also know that Dak needs specific things to work for him. Otherwise, he's going to be very average. And so... With the answers not being readily available after getting blown out at home, by the way, the only home team to lose in Wild Card Weekend by the Green Bay Packers, who are an upstart youngest team in the league, like 
There is no excuse. There's nothing you should be able to say except Dak Prescott got better and he has a year on his deal and Mike McCarthy has a year on his deal. So essentially, you're tying those two together because if you get rid of both of them, as some people were saying do, you'd be sitting there saying, God, we got a talented roster, but now what? Mm. Right? So I think the the hard part, if you had moved on from Mike McCarthy, and I don't support this because I think you deserve to be fired. You, you don't produce in four years to specifically get farther in the playoffs, and you don't do that, you failed, basically. It's not about the regular season for Cowboys. It's always been the postseason. He's failed at what he's been tasked to do. But if you got rid of him, What's the plan? And I don't think there's a clear plan for well, quarterback and head coach. Well, first of all, if I, you move on I don't, from both of them, I don't think that the decision needed to be linked. I don't think it had to be. I don't think that if the if Jerry Jones decided last night instead of having a press release saying Mike McCarthy's back, hey, we're moving on, that wasn't acceptable. I don't think that necessarily means you have to move on from Dak Prescott. I think the conversations can be separate. Well, it does. So you're going to start Dak Prescott again with a new coach, a new regime, a new offensive system, and you have to decide whether you're going to pay him, right? Because that's what's at stake. Okay. The Cowboys have to decide. Actually, this offseason, they need to decide whether or not they're going to pay or extend Dak Prescott. Because right now, he counts $59 million against the cap, which is an enormous number. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's, it's one thing to make 50-plus million. It's another to count 50-plus million, almost $60 million towards the cap. You can't do anything, right? That's, that's, that's a, a quarter of your cap. But what you could do is you can, re- you can restructure it. Right, but, but if you don't want him, why would you do that? Because I don't necessarily think that. I didn't come to the conclusion after Sunday's game they have to move on from Dak. I, it's my, that's not either. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not. Dak is their guy. Right? They should figure out a way to restructure. Well, why does he have to be married to Mike McCarthy? Why? Because he got more out of Dak Prescott, which I give him credit for, by the way. Because if you move on from Mike McCarthy, Dak Prescott is now in another system. Right? It's not somebody's not going to come in and be like, I'm going to do exactly what Dak Mike McCarthy did. Yep, that's exactly what I'm going to do, Dak. I saw you had success. That's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to I'm going to deconstruct what Mike McCarthy did and then reinstruct it and make it better for you. That's mm. just too much work. Right? There's not enough. You can't do that. So the only way to keep Dak on the trajectory that he's going on is to hang on to Mike McCarthy. Does that make sense? And so I, I get I get why people want to fire him, but it doesn't make sense if you really want to keep pushing forward it despite makes, the, playoff success, it, uh, the playoff lack of it, success. It makes sense for two reasons. And let me make this clear. If Mike McCarthy's fired tomorrow, would I be interested in him as a head coach? Sure. Mm-hmm. Just because something isn't working in one place doesn't mean he can't coach in this league. I've defended him a lot for his success and his resume, but what happened on Sunday was so bad, yeah. was so grotesque on both sides of the ball. At home. At home. It couldn't happen. Like, you ended up saying something prophetic. You said something last week, and I was like, ah, I don't necessarily agree. You said, if they lose, depending on how, yeah. that may determine Mike McCarthy's fate. And my response to you was, well, I don't agree, Tiki. I don't think it matters how. If you lose to the Packers, it's a bad loss. No, no, you're right. It mattered how. That performance was so putrid and so bad. And they looked so disorganized, and they looked so not ready to play that even someone like me as an ardent supporter said, boy, I got Mike Vrabel available. I got Bill Belichick available. I have to pick up the phone. And I think the Dallas Cowboys, now to Giant fans, congratulations, right? Good for you. McCarthy's still here. But to me, just speaking as an IFO, (laughs) as an independent football observer. By the way, that means nothing to Giants fans because we got our asses kicked twice by the Cowboys. (laughs) I understand. (laughs) I understand. They made a decision that is not good for the long term. 
Like, they got to win. And, and I said this to you the other day. As Jet fans and Giant fans, we crave to make the playoffs. We crave it. Ah, oh, to be in the divisional round. Ah, oh, to be in the mm-hmm. playoffs and back-to-back years. Ah, to go 12-5, and five, three straight years. And then guess what happens? If you don't win, ask Yankee fans, more on them later, <laughs> if you don't win, all of a sudden that bar, it gets raised. Right. The Dallas Cowboys losing to the San Francisco 49ers in the playoffs, I get it. They're good. It makes sense. The Dallas Cowboys at the crib in their own building getting absolutely boat raced by the Green Bay Packers who went 9-8 and eight, and you looked unprepared and you didn't look ready. That's almost inexcusable. That's why even I can't come on the radio the day after Jerry Jones makes this announcement and says, well, Mike McCarthy won a Super Bowl. Well, Mike McCarthy gets too much crap from people. Well, Mike McCarthy's done this. Mike McCarthy's done that. I've said that before. But after Sunday, saying it again means what? Yeah. That was an unacceptable well, slog on yeah, you Sunday. Can't, you can't defend him. That's, that's, that's what makes this so complicated to talk about as a sports fan. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device, credit, service, ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Because you can't defend him at all. The only thing you can go back to is talk about his regular seasons. Look, last year, Dak, Dak stunk. Two years ago, Dak stunk. They still won 12 games. Yeah. Right? They yeah. figured it out. So that's, what is that? Good coaching. So they fire their offensive coordinator, and Mike McCarthy takes over offensive play calling. Like the specific job that he took over, what happened? That goes from leading the league in interceptions to leading the league in touchdowns, and he's all pro. And it's like, man, Mike McCarthy was the the dude, right? He 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 managed this. He was. But I think at the same time, like the the way that – the reason that he made – help make Dak the player that he became this year is also the reason that the defense faltered, right? Because now all of a sudden, he's not arching over everything. He's specific to the offense. And on the other side, you got Dan Quinn getting distracted by nonsense. You got Dan Quinn being mentioned for every head coaching opening that's available. In fact, I think he's taken five interviews mm. already. Five interviews for the seven openings uh, that are that have been out there. So Dan Quinn is clearly looking for his next job. And it feels like maybe he was looking for his next job before last week because they had no answer for anything that the Green Bay Packers, by the way, 25.7 years of age on average across the board had for them. Well, it's going to be a rare day because obviously Sean will agree with me. He's been anti-Mike McCarthy for years, <laughs> so I'm finally on your side. Congratulations. No, I, I flipped, Evan. And you might have been the one that convinced me all year long. <laughs> I feel dirty. I feel gross. I feel like I need a shower more than even after I exercise. Mike McCarthy didn't deserve to get fired. And frankly, uh, I don't like the fact that he's staying because he kicks the Giants' ass constantly. Right. So this That's is even better than that. The fact of the matter is, 
a lot of what Tiki said preseason, a lot of what I said preseason, I can admit I was wrong. I thought the Giants were going to close the gap in the Dallas Cowboys. And you know why I thought so? I bought into Daniel Jones' ceiling being able to be higher than Dak Prescott. I also thought losing Kellen Moore was going to be a big issue. Said the Cowboys went from 26 points per game to 30 points per game. They mm-hmm. were damn near unstoppable offensively. With especially Mike, at home. Especially at home, with where they scored 30 points per game. With Mike McCarthy's hands and fingerprints all over that offense. He had C.D. Lamb go from really great to absolutely elite, maybe the best receiver in football. They lost Dalton Schultz. Next man up, you had Jake Ferguson become one of the best tight ends in football. Offensive line, we've talked about this offensive line ready to deteriorate for years. He keeps pumping him in there. He made a fatal mistake in getting rid of Kellen Moore with this. He then trusted a former head coach and his defensive coordinator, Dan Quinn, way too much. And I think Tiki's right on. I think Dan Quinn, much like Kevin Gilbride here in this town ahead of the 2008 playoff game when he was taking all these interviews, took his eye off the fastball, probably was already looking ahead to the 49ers, Eagles, or wherever else down the road, and didn't take the Packers seriously. Oh, Mike McCarthy, the other thing we killed him for? Yeah, yeah. Timeout usage. Uh, burning through those, not clock management. He has polished all of that up. Mike McCarthy's a damn good football coach, and I didn't think he was a bad okay. one on Sunday. But, but, but wait, in fairness, I agree with you guys that Dan Quinn looks awful from this, and it certainly reeks like Dan Quinn was thinking more about all the head coaching opportunities, mm-hmm. more so than devising a plan to stop Jordan Love. And that's fine, and I'll give you that. The opening drive of this game when Green Bay took the ball first set the tone. No question about it. But how do you explain that on Dallas's first drive, they were forced to punt? Yeah. How do you describe or answer on Dallas's second drive, that's when Jair Alexander picked off Dak Prescott? How do you then answer on the third drive, the Dallas Cowboys were forced to punt? How do you then describe on their next drive that Darnell Savage is still running from a pick six? So, I get it. And by the way, that was the game. Of course it was the game. That's why, to minimize it, I know it's been four days now, so we forget. Well, I'm here to remind you. As much as we minimize it into Dan Quinn sucks, eye off the ball, the defense blew the game, the Dallas Cowboys, the number one offense in the NFL, number one, no team in the NFL scored more points than the Dallas Cowboys. Mike McCarthy, round of applause. Mm -hmm. On their first four drives, turned the ball over twice, punted twice, and didn't answer. Right. Like, just because the Packers marched down the field on the opening drive didn't mean the Dallas Cowboys weren't allowed to come back and make it a game. They didn't. Well, so instead of putting well, everything well, on well, Dan Quinn, what? Well, you can't. So that's the problem. Because when you start digging into the, the minutia, like the little things that went on, the reason that they didn't was because of Dak Prescott. Yep. Okay. Right? This was That's not fine. because of Mike McCarthy. It was because of Dak Prescott. No, no, hold on, hold on. I'm, hold on. He's, Ev, the, I, he's the coach, dude. I understand this, but he called the right plays. There was a third down in breaking route to CeeDee Lamb. Dak missed it. He he threw it too far out in front of him. You're right. And CeeDee could have caught it too, by the way. Right, 100%. Yeah. And if he catches that pass, it's a first down, drive continues. Who knows what happens, right? Maybe they do go and score and answer, and it's 7-7, as opposed to ultimately 14-7, and then 20-7, and then 27-7, or 27 to nothing uh, before the Cowboys ever got on the board. And so it's a combination. And this is why, like, when you look at what went wrong in this game, I don't know if Mike McCarthy could clearly see the answer, but when you're watching it from a far away like we were on a TV set or then re-watching it on True Media Networks or whatever platform you're going to use to re-watch the tape, you can see it, right? You saw what happened. McCarthy thought he had the answers. Dak didn't execute. Dak starts to execute. McCarthy doesn't have the answers. So, like, they're not on the same page when they needed to be. So, therefore, like, if you can... 
I see where Jerry Jones in his mind is saying, God, all I got to do is just get them, them on the same page at the right times, at the right moments, and we can be amazing. And so let's run it back. I get it. I get it. I don't know if I trust it, but I can understand why they decided to hang on to Mike McCarthy, and obviously they're going to hang on to Dak Prescott as well. When does it end, though? Like, you got embarrassed in your own building by a nine-win team. <laughs> like, that to me, and it was startling because I didn't see it coming. I don't yeah. think any of us saw no, it coming. I thought the, I thought the Packers were going to get blown out. That was Yes. Well, I, I thought it would be closer, but nevertheless, right. yes. We all thought Dallas would win this game. And as I'm sitting there watching it, it reeked of a game that cost people their jobs. Yeah. And as the and days, nobody lost their job. Nobody except for maybe did. Dan Quinn. Who may get promoted. Right. And by the way, if he doesn't get promoted, if I'm Mike McCarthy, I'd fire his ass. I'm with you. I agree. I'm with you. See, I understand looking at him and saying, boy, how prepared was he for this game? I get that. But Mike McCarthy, who I like and I think sometimes gets too much crap, this is one of those losses, in my mind, that you can't come back from. And here's the funny thing about both of you guys. I understand what you're saying. You made fair points. I don't agree with you, but you made fair points. Come September of next year, when we're all sitting around or making our NFL predictions and we're breaking down the NFC East and you're excited about your new quarterback and Sean's convinced the Giants are going to win 10 games, I guarantee when it gets to Dallas, both of you guys will say something that you said this year. Right. Which is they will find a way to lose in the postseason. So if you know that answer next September and you know <laughs> that answer today in the middle of January, how could you possibly sit back and say, run it back? Well, that makes no sense to me. Okay. And as a friendly kind of no gesture to Cowboy fan, there is other options. What's the other option? I guarantee you that Derry Jones picked up the phone and said, hey, Bill, you're free. You want to come help us? You think so? And you know what Bill said? No. I'm going to Atlanta. Like <laughs> I told you guys three weeks ago. Yeah. Right? That looks like it's happening now. It does. It's it in the second interview. Did he, call, be, did he call Mike Vrabel? I don't know if he called Mike Vrabel. And why would those guys say no? Because the Cowboys don't have a Mike McCarthy problem. They have a Jerry Jones problem. <laughs> and nobody wants to sit there and have Jerry Jones tell them everything they need to do. We Yesterday, we spent bouquets at Spike Eskin. Because Spike Eskin's the opposite of Jerry Jones. He's not sitting there demanding and telling us I don't what throw to any do. bouquets at Spike Eskin. I know, right? You, you, call them, you call them a turncoat. You, you, <laughs> you got to protect yourself. Bottom line is they have a Jerry Jones problem. And what do they do? Why do we think they're going to choke in the playoffs? Because Jerry Jones is their owner, going to be still meddling. And Dak Prescott, I'm sorry, I believe in this, doesn't have the quote-unquote it factor of quarterbacks. Great regular season numbers. You, I don't think he has it. Here we go! You know what the Jerry Jones problem is? He's got to stop that, by the way. <laughs> He's got to come up with some other way to snap the football. Because if I have to listen to that for another year, I'm going to go and see yes! Here we go! He should honor you. He should just scream Tiki Barber every time. <laughs> I think Tiki! I I think we know that CBS needs to send Tiki men to a Cowboy game next year. You know what the Jerry Jones problem is? And it's funny that we haven't picked up on it yet. Some of us have. The Jerry Jones problem that's been going on for a decade now is he's too loyal. Mm -hmm. He's way too loyal. Jason Garrett was fired by Cowboy fans 175 times that's before true. he was actually fired. True. And now we're doing the same damn thing with Mike McCarthy. So what's the Jerry Jones problem? For some reason, maybe it's age. Maybe he's gotten softer. I don't know. He is way too damn loyal. We'll get to your calls coming up, 877-337-6666. Plus, Tiki brought something up that I would have wanted the Jets to do. And maybe some Giant fans would have wanted the Giants to do. And that's kind of cheat on your spouse a little bit. 
<laughs> Are you not allowed to call an available head coach while you still have a head coach just to ask them if they want to do some Netflix and chill? We'll talk about it coming up, 877-337-6666. Live from the Town Fair Tire Studios, powered by Town Fair Tire. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire, nobody. But Cowboy fans, I am your voice. I know how you feel. These giant fans just want you to have torture for the next three years. Mike McCarthy lost his job on Sunday, and for some reason, your owner brought him back. And it's a mistake. Amazing. Amazing. The Dallas Cowboys were 12 and 5, 12 and 5, 12 and 5. I think I would cut my pinky off right now, and I would mail it to whomever to ensure that the Jets went 12 and 5 the next three years. Would you do that, Tiki? Would you cut your pinky off if the Giants went 12 and 5 for the next three years? No. Sean, I, would I, you? I played. <laughs> no, I don't do well losing pinky. Really? You wouldn't cut your pinky off at 12 and 5, 12 and 5, 12 and 5? No, I'd rather take 11 and 6 and a pinky. <laughs> would you take uh, a pinky off for a championship? One more championship. Would you do that at least? Yeah, he's got two already. He's good. Not a Giants one. <laughs> if you gave me the combo package of one more Ranger Cup and a net championship, you could take a pinky. Uh, I'll just tell you this, that net championship ain't happening. It's amazing, though. The Dallas Cowboys went 12-5 and five three straight years. They tortured you as Giant fans. And I do believe I'm in the majority of Americans, non-Cowboy fans and Cowboy fans, who viewed poor Mike McCarthy after four years in Dallas and said, sorry, thanks for 12-5, and five. thanks for 12-5, and five. thanks for two division titles in the last three years, but you can't put that crap on tape. You can't lose the way you lost on Sunday and keep your job. And that's why, as much of a supporter as I've been of him, yeah. when I got the news last night, and I got it from an angry Cowboy fan who said, and I don't even want to say what he called Jerry Jones because it's kind of political, so it'll offend half of people, but he called Jerry Jones a political figure huh. that maybe half the country doesn't like as a way to insult him, almost implying he's too old to understand what's happening, if you know what I mean. I felt bad for the Cowboy fan. I almost wanted to put my arm around them virtually and say, dude, I'm st- I'm stunned. But then the more you think about it, you're not stunned. Because like I said before the break, Jerry Jones has been super loyal. Jason Garrett was there for a freaking decade, and what did he accomplish? Yeah, nine and a half seasons. That's crazy. I forgot Jason was there that long. Loyal's the wrong word. What's the word, well, though? Puppet master. Oh, He's loyal because he knows he can re- very much have his nose in that business, and that takes a certain kind of person to be your head coach. And I think both Garrett and McCarthy are those guys. Bill, Harbaugh, probably even Vrabel are not those guys. Sean Payton. I yeah. mean, I know that he had a tie. That would have been the one but strong-minded, strong-willed head coach who doesn't take crap from anybody that, that Jerry might have been able to work with. Well, he had a chance last Maybe. year. But but I yeah no yeah but Mike McCarthy was still there. But that's the thing. So maybe Sean taking the Denver job. Maybe Sean also knew he ultimately didn't want to do that. Or maybe didn't want to wait a year. That's the thing. Look, sometimes you got to strike in the right moment. I didn't walk away last year after Dallas lost in the divisional round to San Francisco and say he has to go because I think we all viewed it and said you know what the Niners were a better team. Like Mm -hmm. okay, lost to a good team. It happens. It's the playoffs. I think when it's that bad. That awful, especially when it's in your own building against a team that you should beat, that's what takes it to a special level. It's why I've used this phrase before to describe coaches and GMs being fired after a short period of time. It takes a special kind of awful. 
Sunday, Dallas, Green Bay was a special kind of awful. And Jerry Jones is screwing Cowboy fans and I guess making Giant fans happy because I still don't know your ulterior motive. I know he's kicked your tuchus over the last couple of years. Yeah, this is a weird one. Because but, but ultimately, you know this will end badly. Yeah, but but it's just it's weird because it feels like if you had moved on from Mike McCarthy, yes, maybe it gives the Giants an advantage because things are just new. But if you stay with Mike McCarthy, yeah, they're dysfunctional in the postseason, but they've dominated us in the regular season. Yeah, they did. Dominated. They did. They and that's really all that matters. And that, for a Giant fan, that's what you're focused on. Giants aren't focused on what the Cowboys are focused on, getting to and winning a Super Bowl. Well, but you are focused on them getting knocked out in the playoffs. That's why you well, guys celebrate no, 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 no. on I'm, I, No, I'm saying if you're just looking independent of the, the, the Cowboys or the Giants, the Cowboys fans are looking, we need to get to the playoffs and we need to win a Super Bowl. The Giants fans are like, Let's just be good enough to get to the playoffs. Right, right. And so we need to catch. The Giant fan needs to catch the Cowboys, not surpass the Cowboys yet. And so I think it's an interesting, weird place that Giants fans are in. You almost don't care because the only thing you care about is getting better than them. We'll get to your calls. Marcus Stroman will meet the media today. We'll hear from him coming up in the next hour and bad Tiki at 430. Jakari is in Patterson, New Jersey. Good afternoon, Jakari. Teague, Teague, man, you're killing me. I love you, but you're killing me. Why? M- McCarthy has to go. He has to go. Teague, you said two I'm being years independent. Ago, oh, I'm being independent. Yeah, I, I, hear, I hear you, Teague, but I'm, I'm a Cowboy fan. Right. For one, a, a little while ago, you said two years ago, Dak had a horrendous year. He had one of his best years two years ago. He he threw for 37 and 10 interceptions. This year, he was 36 and 9. Like, and that's and he went 11 and 5, Teague. He played one less game. We were still doing 16 games. Wait, no, no, there was a year two years ago. Season. I'm thinking it was, it was two years ago he missed time, correct? But, no, that was last year he missed time. He was, he was eight and four, he yeah, was yeah, eight yeah. And four no, last no, no, no. year. So you're mishearing me. You're mishearing me, Jakari. When I say two years, I mean two seasons. So this season, yeah, yeah, this two season, seasons. two seasons no. ago, he threw for, he, he led, he missed five games and threw, led the league in interception. 2022, yes. Yes, yeah. 2022. 2020, 2022, he went 23 and 15. Right. And then they fired um, Kellen, Moore. Kellen Moore because of it. And McCarthy but, took but, over. But, but what I'm saying is, yeah, he, he came back from an injury. But two years two years ago, in 2022, prior to 2021, he went 37 and oh, 10 he was on great. the board. Oh, so, he was great. So he, <laughs> he, he was great. He, he's done this before. So but why is he so why is he so up and down? That's that's the po- that's the problem with Dak, is it he's up and down. And I think that's what happens in the postseason. Like you but, get but, you get these but, moments where he just you can't count on him. And it's just baffling. We could have got rid of McCarthy. We we could have got rid of McCarthy. It was it was the perfect storm. We could have did anything, but okay. But what so would you? What do you want? Who do you want instead, Jakari? Who do you want? I, instead? I, I would take Harbaugh. For starters, I would take Harbaugh, and, and or or Bill Belichick. Yeah, and I, it would have ended there. I, I, think I don't that, like these defensive coordinators. I, I I don't like Vrabel. I I'm not a fan of Quinn. Quinn Quinn had Matt Ryan in his prime. Had a top offense in yeah. Atlanta, and he couldn't get the job done. Right, yeah, and he couldn't get out of his own with way. the Cowboys, that's a good yeah. point. With, yeah. the Cow- with the Cowboys, we spotted him forty points. Our offense spotted him forty points. It's easy to tee off on quarterbacks when you're dominating people <laughs> well, at home. Yeah. It's easy for your defense to. Well, take and also, games. and also, when you Thanks, ask, Jakari. great call, Jakari. When you ask, what do you want them to do? My answer and Jakari's answer, because he was getting to it is this is the greatest free agency of head coaches maybe we've ever seen. Yeah. What do you want to do? I don't know. I've got a menu of items on where I could go. I could go to the greatest head coach in the history of football. 
I could go to a guy who just won a national championship. Yes. I can go to a guy who overachieved in Tennessee. But like, it, it, those it, are pretty good options. Here's, here's my problem with everything you just said. So, I told you guys almost a month ago, Bill Belichick is going to Atlanta. You I, don't, I don't know why you don't want to believe me when I say things like this, but he's going to Atlanta. He's not going to Dallas. Jim Harbaugh, I am not convinced he's leaving. As much as I want to say Jim Harbaugh needs to come back to the NFL because of all the you-know-what that's happening in college football and a lot of it's centered around him with the the accusations and the show-cause things that are coming from the NCAA investigation, et cetera, et cetera, I feel like he's positioning himself to stay. I just really do. And so I never thought the bill was real. I, did, I don't know if Jim Harbaugh is real to the NFL yet. Sean Payton's not available. And I know there's some other names out there that you that are exciting, but I don't want Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll, to me, I know he's got the energy. That's a different animal to bring into your organization, right? It's, it's a remake. If you don't have the John Snyder to go along with Pete Carroll, I'm not sure that works. And John Snyder is staying in Seattle to rebuild on his own. So it feels like there's this massive class of free agents out there. I don't really think that there are. Well, and also, oh, but getting a bill. It's not that we don't believe you about him going to Atlanta. He's clearly going to go Atlanta. You will be right. It's more, do you really think Jerry Jones made that phone call? Do you think we even know mm-hmm. if Bill Belichick would have been interested in Dallas? Because there's no vacancy in Dallas. I don't know. As much as I may scream that there should be a vacancy, there's no vacancy. It's a good question. I don't know. Do well, I think, in my gut, yes, I do think that Jerry made that call. Because that's that's who Jerry is. I don't know anymore. I don't know who the hell Jerry is. I really don't. Because Jerry Jones stuck with Jason Garrett and his little uh, fist bumps and high fives for nine and a half years. Right. More hand clapping. Hand clapping. Yeah. Sorry, I don't know why I thought and just fist for those, bumps. Because I think uh, Jakari was confused what I was saying. When I was saying two years ago for Dak, it's two seasons. So this season and last season. So the 2022 season. He thought I was talking about the 2021 season where Dak actually had a good year. It's a 2022 season where Dak was hurt and he's, he was terrible. And led the league in picks, like I, you said. I love it. We get the division on Tiki. He's like, last season already counts as this past. It does. <laughs> I'm with him on it that. It is. No, you're right, but it's. Yeah. Let's go to Ben in Staten Island. What's up, Ben? Hello, Hi, Ben. guys. Long time fan. What's up, Ben? So I was wondering, I'm trying to wrap my head around this whole McCarthy thing myself. I'm a longtime Cowboys fan since the 70s. And is there any credibility to the fact that maybe. He promised to Deion Sanders a coaching job, and since his son is staying in college, he's going to wait one more year and perhaps wow. then cut McCarthy wow. loose, and that's why he'd want to commit to uh, you know your your other great coaching trees out of there that are available. Oh, that's interesting. You buy that one, Ben? That is that is a. I haven't thought about that. <laughs> that would be very sexy. It makes a lot of sense. Look, Tiki, you brought up the Dak wow. Prescott contract. Mm. If the Cowboys don't restructure and they leave him sitting there at that number, right? Dion and just be... and just suck it up for a season. Yeah, I mean, look, could Shador Sanders pull an Eli Manning and say, "I'm not going anywhere but Dallas"? <laughs> you know, and they hired Dion in tandem. No, dude, that's like that's like high level conspiracy theory thought. It's appealing. Now, now would I put it past them? No, but you but... know, you know why I would put it past them? You why? know why? I, I, here's what the Dallas Cowboys are for the last decade. All that's they are, all they are. <laughs> is rumor and innuendo. That's all they are. Oh, they're going to get Sean Payton. Oh, they're going to get this guy. Meanwhile, like I said, they've had some of the most stability in terms of coaching of any franchise. Good point. Like, yeah, we think of Mike Tomlin in Pittsburgh, sure, but they've had two head coaches in almost 20 years. Like, think about that. 
The stability in Dallas has been so strong, yet every year we get, how about this crazy rumor? How about Jerry Jones doing this? How about Jerry Jones doing that? And the reality is, he hasn't done any of that crap. What he's done is remain loyal to head coaches that have underachieved. Mm -hmm. And he's remained loyal to head coaches that most of the fan base says, get that guy out. But you brought up something interesting. And I alluded to this a few weeks ago in regards to the Jets. And maybe a Giant fan feels the same way. When it comes to players, if a really, really good baseball player becomes available Mm -hmm. who happens to play the same position as another guy on your team, you don't have to tell that shortstop. You just may go out and trade for a shortstop. Yep. And then you could flip that guy. There's no loyalty. There's no, I've got to tell you what I'm doing. If you have a chance to get better... In sports, when you're acquiring a player, you go out and you get better. You have a chance to go do that. The Packers did it. The Packers did that. Yeah. And what we're going, trading Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, they went out, they drafted Jordan Love, didn't tell Aaron Rodgers. They felt that was better for them. And then two years later, they flipped Rodgers. Right. Now, they also were able to keep Jordan Love on the roster. So there are certain things where you can't necessarily do that. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I think of uh, Piazza and Hundley as a good example because catcher is really only one position. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if if you can't catch, where the hell are you going to go? And we saw in Hundley's case. Yankees did it with A-Rod and... Jeter, but they right? moved the guy and he was able to stay long-term. It's you know what I mean? solutions. It's always solutions. But with coaching, there's only one coach at a time. Yeah. And so if you're the Jets or you're the Giants or you're Dallas and you see that there is a class of free agent coaches that is historic. Bill Belichick's the greatest coach of all time. Mm-hmm. Mike Vrabel is one of the better coaches in this sport, and he's available. We thought for a second, hey, maybe Mike Tomlin's available. Turned out not to be the case, right? Mm-hmm. Can you make that phone call to find out if there's interest? Because if Bill Belichick gets a phone call from Jerry Jones, and Jerry's like, hey, Bill, uh, what's up? And Bill's like, uh, how's it going? And Jerry's like, hey, out of curiosity, we're thinking about making big changes over here in Dallas. We hope everything's well with you. Would you be interested in pursuing this opportunity in Dallas to be the head coach? Mm-hmm. And Bill's like, yes, I would love the job. That changes what you do with Mike McCarthy. Yes. Now, if you're right, and Bill's response is, sorry, Jerry, I'm going to Atlanta. Yeah. I'm just being honest. I'm, right. going, I'm going to Atlanta. Process has got to play out, but I'm going to Atlanta. And you reach out to Mike Vrabel, and Mike's like, you know what? I'm going to take a year off. Appreciate it. I'm good. That would make you say, you know what? My best option is Mike McCarthy. Because yeah. you even said, what are my other options? Right. Can you as an owner, because I suggested this with the Jets when I thought Mike Tomlin would be available. Can you, or is that too wrong? No. To make a phone call well, while someone well, is still doing I think the job? It, I think it depends on the owner. I think there are some owners who who just feel like they're above, like, bad form. Is that bad form, though? Uh, Yeah. But why? (laughs) You're undercutting your guy. I'm talking to a former professional athlete, but is it undercutting you if I went out and traded for a running back? I knew I was an at-will employee. Hell, they drafted two running backs when I was a starter. So what's the difference? I'm an at-will employee. It's different for a coach. Is it? Yes, uh, because my my, who who am I leading? I mean, I'm I, I guess the guys in the circle that I'm you know yelling at I'm I'm leading, but. I I'm not really leading them. That's the coach, right? Maybe by example, I, I give some uplift. But other than that, I can be replaced easily. Every player can, regardless of your position, except for maybe an elite quarterback. But a head coach, he's got – there's so much that goes into being the head coach from 
you know, organizing what you're going to do at training camp. What time is your team meeting? Who are you hiring for all these staff positions? What's the what philosophy are we going to run offensively and defensively? We got to be aggressive on third downs. Who's what's our special teams? You know, uh, mo like all these things that that's what the head coach has to do. And to just move on from that guy is it's it's I think it's a more daunting. But don't you agree that who's available like with calculation then? I need to get on. I need to move on from this running back. No, but if I have, I, I understand that it's it's fair. It is different. If I have a chance to get a certain head coach, wouldn't that change your view? And if I move on from yes. this head coach, yes. So then, yes. A did Jerry Jones reach out to Bill Belichick, to Mike Vrabel, to Jim? Did he reach out to anybody? The answer is probably no. I, well, I think and if he did, is he a bad guy? I think the only one it probably made any sense to reach out was Bill Belichick. Simply because he's been around for a long time, they probably know each other. I don't know if he, if, Jim, if Jerry Jones knows Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh's been in college for a decade, right? But I do know that with Robert Kraft and and Jerry Jones's relationship, the likelihood of them having some interactions has a, is is there. So if he needed to dial him up, he probably has a cell phone and got get his thoughts. So yes, I do think that he did reach out. Will we, will we ever find that out? Probably not. But I did think he's, it was the reason that he ultimately decided to keep Mike McCarthy. Because the options, is what I said to start the show, the options aren't ideal outside of a Bill Belichick. And so you just got to stick. And then ultimately, it affects how Dak is going to play. You don't want to put Dak in a new system, a system in a new situation. It just makes sense to roll it back again and try to dominate the regular season. And, I mean, I don't, I don't want to say get lucky because it's not luck. It's obviously preparation. But, man, it feels like the only way the Cowboys are going forward is if they get lucky. Right? I'm serious. <laughs> well, a bad matchup. Well, right? I'm serious. When that, you get your ass kicked the way they did on Sunday, that's not about luck. You know what I mean? Well, I honestly you thought lose they, a close game up. Ah, I luck. thought they did get lucky. Of all the teams in the in the in the NFC that they could have faced, the Packers were the one that I thought gave them the best I, chance to move forward. I agree with you that they got lucky, but they got their tuckus kick. I agree. I know. So it's not like they lost a nineteen sixteen game on a late field goal. No. Let's go to Lou and Point, uh, Port Jefferson. What's up, Lou? Hey, Seek. Hey, Lou, great. How are you doing? We're good, dude. What's up? All right. Long time before and after to stick them, Kiki. Good <laughs> man. I love it. I love it. <laughs> All right, listen. I'm a big-time Giant fan, and you're talking about McCarthy and Zach. I am big-time fantasy football. I take Zach every year, and I clean up. Yeah. But when the man comes to the big games, he becomes a deer in headlight, doesn't know where he's throwing the ball, mm-hmm. and he just is very indecisive. Right. You can't pin that on McCarthy. No way in hell. Well, well, I think right. the, the only way so, I could, Lou, the only way I could attempt to is that I would say make it easy for him. Like make Dak, and I hate to do this because this is what we talk about Zach Wilson about <laughs> instead of Dak Prescott, yeah. but I think it applies. When you have a guy who's – we know what his nervous point is, like his anxiety point, the thing that he keeps him up at night, at least we're assuming this for Dak, is, man, what happens when I get into this playoff and things go wrong? Right? You could see it on his face, like that anxiety on Dak's face. And so if you're the coach and you're the play caller, make it easy on him. Throw some crossing routes, right? Keep it first and second and short. Get Stay regular. Do the simple things 
that you do for young quarterbacks, do it for your vet so that eventually he feels good about himself. I don't think Dak felt good about himself until midway through the second quarter of that game. Jeez. And by then, it was too late. He's a 30-year-old veteran who's played I, seven postseason I'm, games. I'm just telling you what it looked like. Ugh. And they showed his face more than enough times for me to say, man, that dude looks like exactly what Lou said, a deer in headlights. Here we go! Barry is in Edgewater, New Jersey. What's up, Barry? All right, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> It's actually better than Omaha. Right, right, right. <laughs> That's exactly right. Uh, how are you guys? We're good. Omaha, by the way, for those who don't know, was snap the ball in the next sound. Peyton Manning uh, bastardized it to make us all confused, but oh, that's yes, really what it's all about. He bastardized <laughs> the crap out of Omaha. Right, go ahead. Uh, Omaha. <laughs> all right. So here's my take on it. First of all, I don't think that can be fixed unless he has a more secure support system around him, and I don't know if that's possible. But what I see, and I'm a man about um, close to Jerry Jones's age, okay? Mm-hmm. And Jerry was an entrepreneur. And Jerry, um, although he played football, really built the business. I followed him through the years just in reading, yeah. like the stadium, ATT, and, and the, the, the Dallas Cowboys he built into just a, a juggernaut. Oh, the brand is amazing. Of, You're right, Barry. Right. The brand is unbelievable. You don't tell. You don't, t- and, and I'm an entrepreneur on a much smaller basis. But when you're successful being an entrepreneur or in business, you don't, you don't take lightly to people telling you what to do. <laughs> and in my opinion, Jerry hires people. He doesn't want Bill Belichick in there, so he's fighting with him every day. He wants to walk into his office, okay, tell Mike McCarthy what he thinks or Jason Garrett or whoever, and have them follow his lead. This is not, in my again, my opinion. This is not about winning the Super Bowl. This is about running. You know, Barry, Barry, I, I, wait, I think, wait, I think uh, what, no, no, I think what you're saying makes a lot of sense. Like I buy a lot of your theory, and it's sort of what Sean was alluding to—that it's more about control and power. But here's what I guess confuses me: Jerry Jones is only getting older. Like, isn't there a moment, kind of like I had a moment as a sports fan where I sat there on a Sunday afternoon watching the Dallas Cowboys get embarrassed, where I said, wow, this guy can't be my coach anymore. I genuinely came to the conclusion that was far different than the way I felt about Mike McCarthy for years. But I saw something, and I said, wow, they got to move on. Yeah, You're telling me that a billionaire owner who puts his life into this team doesn't have a moment where he says, you know... I love having power, and I love having a big ego, and I love deciding who my son's going to draft, but damn it, I'm old and I want to win. <laughs> and I'm about to make the deal with the devil himself. Get me Bill Belichick on line one. That's the part that confuses me. You're telling me Jerry Jones didn't sit there in his press box, in his beautiful suite, the way I sat there and the way millions of Americans sat there on Sunday. 40 million people watched this game, Tiki. Yeah. And he didn't come to the conclusion of, oh, my God, I got to do something. He came to the conclusion of run it back because I like to have power. How old is he? Well, they showed it's like 112. Him. They showed him in the box after the third touchdown. And he was like immediately like turning around like, what in the hell is going on in there? What are we doing? Yes. You could tell he was. they, they commented on it. 
Like he, you know, he's frustrated. But by he's this. not doing a damn thing because, about it. But he, what can he do? He, Fire the coach. What do you mean? Evan, he Evan, like we brought up, he might have called Bill. He might have called. He thinks that people would love to work with him. He doesn't view himself as a problem. Many people in any industry don't view themselves as a problem. He wants to have control. The best head coaches available want Jerry Jones as far away from the cookie jar as possible. Mm-hmm. David's in Orange, Connecticut. What's up, David? What up, Dave? Hey, what's up, guys? Good. Big time. I've been listening to you guys, but I'm a, I'm a, a Boston, like, New England fan, but I'm a Cowboy fan, and I've been watching them since, like, the first Super Bowl with the Steelers. Oh, wow. That's how far I go back. Yeah, yeah, man. Here's my take. I love my Cowboys, but I know as long as Jerry, he's got control of the team, think about it. Belichick makes sense because he's a Bill Parcells guy, but the yeah. thing is, he wants to win. A- you, can't, you can't say that. I understand. You're blaming Jerry. You don't like Jerry. You're mad at Jerry. It's all his fault. And I get it. I don't even disagree with you. I just thought he would have the same epiphany that most of us would have after watching that garbage on Sunday afternoon. Kevin's I- in Norwalk. What's up, Kevin? Hey, a 50-year-old uh, Cowboys fan my whole life, born and raised in West Texas. First of all, I, I uh, think that uh, all the giant schadenfreude is kind of humorous. Uh, <laughs> you, guys are, you guys are so happy to be talking about something else other than the Giants, so I think that's kind of I funny. Mean, but, what, what do you want to uh, talk about with the Giants? <laughs> oh, wait, hold on. I know what we got. <laughs> Brian Dable and Wink Martindale just leaked another story about right. each other. They don't like each other. Well, it, it, Anyway, this is the biggest, story. This the biggest story in sports or NFL this week, at least. No, so I did not hear. I, I, I hear you're right. Cow- Cowboys don't have a McCarthy problem. They have a Dak Prescott problem. Dak hmm. Prescott is Julius. It, Dak Prescott is Julius Randall. I love Julius Randall, but they're <laughs> the same guy. And, uh, and 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 Bill, and here's the, here's the thing about here's the thing about uh, Belichick. He shouldn't call Belichick because Belichick's not a good fit for the next what, what, what we need right now. Yeah, I agree he's the best coach of all time, but he's not the guy to bring in to take advantage of the team that you have right there and make it go forward. He's, he's a culture guy. He's a long-term guy. Some of this three to five years, and it's rebuilding. Cowboys are not in rebuild mode right now. I don't believe Harbaugh whoa, is whoa, whoa, whoa. Would you view Tiki Bill Belichick as the long-term guy? Based on his age, I view him as the opposite. No, I, I conceptually, I know what he was trying to say because Bill is going to bring culture. He's going to bring accountability. He's going to bring discipline, and 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 honestly, that takes time, right? It takes a couple of years to roll that over. I mean, sometimes it happens really quickly, but it takes a couple of years to get your guys in, guys that you know are going to buy in and disseminate that message to everybody else. And so, therefore, it doesn't matter who comes into the system. Everybody buys into it. But I, you're right about Bill's age. If there is one thing that is clear is Bill's not coaching for another decade. Right? Maybe maybe it'll be five years. No, it's a short-term thing. It's a short-term thing. And now, are the Cowboys within a five-year window to win a championship? Yes. The answer is yes. Aren't they more of in a short-term window than the Atlanta Falcons are? Yeah, the yes. Falcons have a long-term window, right? Right, because they have so much talent. They're and it's young talent. A couple of those guys are they're going to lose, but uh, you know, a good portion of them they're going to be able to hang on to and sign going forward. One of the guys I felt very bad for when I heard the news last night that Mike McCarthy was coming back is Ozzie and Woodridge. Ozzie, what up, I'm Ozzie? sorry for your loss. <laughs> What's up, oh, guys? Your, your, re- your retention. He's yes. sorry for your retention. Yeah, your retention. <laughs> sorry. Uh. uh... I swear, I swear on my kids and my kittens. Careful. Uh-oh. No, as soon as this news came across, 
I googled the definition of insanity to see if it <laughs> actually was repeating it, the same behavior. Right. What and everybody hoping says for a it different is. Outcome. Yeah. What everybody says it is. Right. <laughs> yeah. And it, it, it was some other like definition. But... <laughs> Jerry's it, it still fit, of though. Insanity. It's, it still fit, right, Ozzy? <laughs> oh, Mike, he's been doing it for 29 years now. Hiring or retaining tomato can puppet coaches and seeing if the results will be different. Mm. And it's not. So as soon as I saw McCarthy was going to be retained, I was like, all right, here we go again. <laughs> and I don't see it changing anytime soon. Yeah, you're right, baby. Especially because... Jason Garrett, who I know you're a big fan of Jason Garrett, right? You love this guy. Yeah, Howdy there. Duty. Doing gum and clapping. gum and clapping. That's right. Nine and a half years. It felt like the discussion amongst Cowboy fans, and certainly around here, because I always joke, and there's some truth to it, the Cowboys are like the third local team around here because there are so many Cowboy fans. Mm-hmm. And so even as a Jet fan, I'm, I grew up surrounded by Cowboy fans. Like when I was in high school, there were more Cowboy fans than Jet fans. That's the God-honest truth. Right. It was Giants they were won. winning. They were in the midst of it. Yeah, they were in the midst of it, so they were winning. Now, are all those kids all these years later still Cowboy fans? I think they are. Yeah, they're Bulls and Yankee fans, too. Yeah, yeah. They, they are. Well, it felt like a lot of them gave up on the Bulls but stuck with the Cowboys. Mm. Some of them retained, but I feel like if I went back, if I ever went to a high school reunion, and I'm probably never going to go to one, and I did the test of, ah, I wonder if these losers still root for the same team. <laughs> I bet you the Cowboy fans are still Cowboy fans. I don't think the Bull fans are Bull fans. You think they're breaking down DeMar DeRozan and a Zach Levine trade? Come on. I unfortunately know a couple. And they're still Bull fans? The league pass. They reminisce of a Derrick Rose's injury. It's I can't take it. I respect that, though. Dude, I respect that. If you stuck with the Chicago Bulls after all this time, I'd respect that. But the Cowboys are like the extra local team around here. And all those years, they were losing and coming up short with Jason Garrett. It was the same thing. And it took nine and a half years before they finally said, let's just put him out of his misery and start over. And we're doing the same damn thing. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.